And so dissociation is God's gift to us. Yes. Because it's the brain's way of protecting us from something that's too big for us to handle in that moment. Yes. Hi, I'm Carrie Korn, a brand new therapist. And I'm Susan Goss, a seasoned therapist. Susan has been my mentor for years. And we love talking about therapy, faith, and relationships. So join us as we share some tangible truths with you. So welcome back to the Tangible Truth Podcast. Hi, Susan. Hi, Carrie. I am super excited about today's episode. If you didn't tune in last week, oh, you have to stop right now and go back and listen to last week's. Absolutely. So right last now. week, Susan's longest friend, mm-hmm. they've been friends since we were eight third years, grade, mm-hmm. eight, eight years, years old. old. Um, Angie was on the podcast with us sharing a little bit of her story and we've, um, twisted her arm a little bit and forced her to be with us this episode too. So hi, Angie. Hi y'all. I'm so (laughs) glad to be here. So she's not really sure what she's getting into this episode. And to be honest, we're not either, but we've been talking about trauma for several weeks now and grief and crisis. And just when life throws those curveballs at you, kind of how to survive it. And so last week we talked to Angie about how she's kind of experienced one after another, after another of these experiences. And it kind of wrapped up so much of what you and I've been talking about these Mm -hmm. last few weeks, Susan. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that has come up over and over and over again, that we've talked about off the podcast is this concept of disassociation. Yes. And so we kind of want to dive into that a little bit today Because I feel like every single person who walks through grief or trauma Mm -hmm. experiences disassociation, right? They do. And we thought before we wrap up Mm -hmm. our episodes on trauma, we would do this one last episode on dissociation. So before we talk about it, I thought I would read a definition because not everybody really even knows what dissociation is. Mm -hmm. When we ask Angie to sit in on this episode and to jump in anytime she really wants to between the two of us, she Uh said, Well, tell me exactly what it is first. (laughs) That's right. I didn't know. So I thought, well, it is, it is a therapeutic word that we use a lot in counseling, but the, you know, average person may not have experience. Because I thought, well, if Angie doesn't know, I'll just read the definition. Okay. Maybe others don't know either. All right. So tell us. Because Angie's super smart, you know? (laughs) So here's the definition that we found. Dissociation is a disconnection between a person's thoughts, memories, feelings, actions, or sense of who he or she is. Mm -hmm. This is a normal, I always like to read this. Yes. This is a normal process that everyone has experienced. Yes. That normalizes this for all of us. Right. So I'm going to read that line one more time. This is a normal process that everyone of us has experienced. Mm-hmm. Okay. Examples of mild common dissociation include daydreaming. Have you ever daydreamed? Mm-hmm. Getting lost in a book or a movie. Ooh, yes. Okay. I do that all the time. I do too. <laughs> all of which involve losing touch with awareness of one's immediate surroundings. Mm. Uh, during a traumatic experience, 
which what we've been talking about Mm -hmm. is trauma for several episodes. Disassociation can help a person tolerate what might otherwise be too difficult. Mm. I think what I love about that is, you know, we we've talked throughout so many episodes about how we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. Mm. And so dissociation is God's gift to us. Yes. Because it's the brain's way of protecting us from something that's too big for us to handle in that moment. Yes. Right. I I 100% agree with that. And dissociation for so many people has been given a bad rap. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. you think of dissociation um, or z- dissociative personality disorder, right? You automatically get a negative connotation and it is true. It can be negative. Okay. Mm -hmm. It can be, but the way this reads and the way that you just presented it, Mm -hmm. it can also be very protective. You're right. Mm -hmm. You know, it is true. We can get lost in, in a movie. You and I talked about it Mm -hmm. actually in a more negative way connotation, Mm -hmm. how we can get lost in another person's story in a movie because we can't handle our own life. Right. So we get lost in others Mm -hmm. uh, in the last episode. And that was a little bit more negative because it can be that way. And And that's kind of dissociating in an avoidant way. It is. I'm going to try to avoid my pain Mm -hmm. in my life by Mm -hmm. binge watching. That's right multiple seasons of a show. That's right. And that's almost in that same category of coping, negative coping mechanisms. Mm -hmm. So we'll put it in that category. In this connotation, it is a positive. Like I need time out. There's so many painful, traumatic emotions involved here. I'm about to explode Mm -hmm. or I'm going to be paralyzed. Yes. One of the other, like there's two ditches here. Uh I'm paralyzed or I'm on overload. Yeah. And the listeners can't see me, but (laughs) my one hand is pulsating over here and the other hand is just paralyzed. And so in order to be healthy, I need a break, Mm -hmm. you know, and I need, I need my feelings to be at rest, Mm -hmm. at peace, however you want to word that. And escaping in a book, like the definition said, escaping in a book can be very, very healthy. Escaping by looking at a movie, Mm -hmm. letting my feelings, if you will, take a break Mm -hmm. can be very, very healthy. If I were all believers, if I just have a time with Jesus and just talk to him, Mm -hmm. I just want to read his word. I may not know what to say to him. So I just read the Psalms. I love to read the Psalms and let the Psalms speak for themselves. You mentioned fearfully and wonderfully made. That's from Psalm 139. It's one of my very favorite pieces of scripture. Just read Psalm 139 over and over again and just talk out loud to Jesus and get lost in the word Mm -hmm. of God. What a wonderful thing to get lost in. Take a walk or, you know, have a friend. Right. She's been up here with me. But I think it's not just that. And we talked about this a couple of weeks ago as well. It's not just like, I'm going to spend time with a friend processing all of the trauma. No, but let's just go talk or let's go shopping together or, uh, you know, plant some flowers and get out in the yard and do some work and, and those kinds of things. You're, you're talking about choosing an activity Mm -hmm. or a conversation that actually takes our focus off of the pain Mm -hmm. and puts it on something completely different, completely different. 
to completely dissociate from the pain and focus on something else instead. Totally. Totally. So as you're talking about this, I'm thinking, you know, there's so many people and I'm guilty of this too, of once I start processing something, I feel like I need to dig into it. Mm -hmm. Like I need to go to therapy twice a week and I need to read every single book on the Mm -hmm. subject and I'm going to become a subject matter expert in Mm -hmm. this thing that I'm working on. And we can get so Mm hyper-focused on our healing Mm -hmm. that we either go into what you were talking about, that paralyzed state or that Mm -hmm. hyper-aroused state. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, even an Olympic athlete Mm -hmm. training for the most important competition of their life doesn't live in the gym. Mm-mm. They they go work out and then they leave the gym and go do something else. Mm-hmm. And I, I I'm I'm that's kind of the picture that I'm getting as you're talking about this. Of yes, it's okay mm-hmm. to take breaks from the grief. It's Absolutely, okay to take breaks from the pain. Uh, exactly. I'm thinking of as you were just talking, Carrie, and you may have some clients like this. Mm-hmm. I've had several. You know, I do mainly couples, but I've had several couples that will come and they'll be like, can you see us three or four times a week? We, we need a couple of therapy, three or four times. I mean, and really pursue that. Yeah. You know, that request, we need to be seen three or four times a week. No, I cannot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, hyper-focused. And, on, and not just because it doesn't work with your schedule, but no, that's not good for that's them. That's not good. And that's what I try to explain and come in with, you know, so many stacks of marriage books that they're reading yeah. and just hyper focused on that. I know that that seems healthy to them. And it's so I try to explain. No, you can be hyper focused on an over reading way too many. Mm-hmm. You know, even the three of us, if we were to ask six people about one thing, you're going to get six different yeah. answers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you you have to relax, relax. and give the brain <laughs> a break. Give the brain a break. Yes. Give the body a break. And you have to trust God, trust it. In this case, if you're going to a therapist, mm-hmm. trust God, trust the therapist, trust God and the process of therapy. I knew How you were going to say that. I'm like, I she's about that. to say, trust the process. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's not easy. It's not. That's not easy. And that's why, that's why I keep saying that, Carrie. You know, you have to trust the process and we have to trust yeah. the process. We can't outwork it. Mm. That's why God fearfully and wonderfully made us. Right. And to be able to distract ourselves yes. from the process. Yes. Okay. So I want to ask you two a question real quick. And Angie, I'm going to start with you because when we started this, you're like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> That's right. Right. That's right. So kind of getting this you know, this definition, kind of talking about it with your story. It has this been part of your story, this dissociation part of it. And if so, like, were there kind of struggles there with you, like trying to find things that were healthy ways to dissociate? Yes, for sure. Hearing y'all talk, I think it's been a gift to be able to escape with a little you know, a time with a book on Audible. Uh-huh. And I don't mean self-help or improving or just an escape with a story yeah. and give my mind and my body and my emotions a little vicarious experience mm-hmm. and a little release and mm-hmm. relief. And that is a huge help to me. And then on the other hand, I have wanted to 
just completely get into something on TV or whatever. I don't care if it's blue bloods or what, and everyone leave me alone and stay right there in that. Let the world go on around me. I'm living in this show on TV. I'm living in the next episode. I refuse to come out of it and Mm -hmm. do real life. So I've been on all ends of it. Mm -hmm. I think overall, it's been a good thing for me. Yeah, And it's helped me for y'all to say that it's okay and it's normal to do that, to give your brain a little vacation. Mm -hmm. And we can't be productive all the time. It doesn't work that way. I think that's what you were saying in all your therapeutic language (laughs) earlier is that we can't do that. Yeah. No. It doesn't work that way. I think that moment, I'm really glad you were vulnerable enough to say that Blue Bloods is a TV series. Mm-hmm. And I think when you got lost in that and said, I don't want anyone to talk to me, like there are right. some, there were some times, and that's that piece that, that you might have gone, I'm not going to say to the dark side, but there were some times I feel like that that would be a disconnection mm-hmm. that that was a disconnection of yes. your mind, your body, your feelings, your thoughts. That is the dissociation that we're talking about. Yes. That would be that true dissociation. In the last episode that you were really featured in telling about all your grief, there were moments in your story that as you spoke, I I was making note. Now that's disassociation. That's dissociation. When you would just stop and you would you would say, Angie, uh, uh, you know, and then you would just pause in your story and you would say, but I don't I don't even recall actually. Yes. Yeah. I don't even yes. recall. And you literally lost that memory yes. in that moment. And that is definitely a symptom of dissociation, mm-hmm. Absolutely. you know, and when you would loss it and then you would carry on to the next God love you, the next example of a loss of death. And you would say that same phrase. It's like Does, that, that part in time, it's gone. It's, it's gone. Like, I don't know what I did. I have no idea how I coped. It's not there in my brain to access there you go. Yeah. That I can't get to it. And right. so now you have an understanding mm-hmm. or you have a name, if you will, mm-hmm. that is what disassociation really is. And I would say now on the other side of parts of your grief, you're not fully, but on parts mm-hmm. of your grief, I would say, knowing you as well as I do, it is protective. Mm. Yes, it is protected. Mm-hmm. And so disassociation can be negative. Mm-hmm. It can definitely yeah. when it is disconnection, because I will say to the listeners, you know, if you stay in the bed and you're just watching Blue Bloods right. and no one else is in, you're totally disconnected yeah. from all your feelings. You never deal with anything. And you are coping in a very negative way and you never, you never grow from the pain. Mm. I know you and you did not do that. You did not do that. I did do a day or maybe here or even a weekend Mm -hmm. of like, I'm exhausted in every way possible. Mm -hmm. I cannot handle anything or anyone and I am going 
to immerse myself in this, turn my phone on vibrate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to, I need that. My body needs this. And I would, yes. I mean, it would, it would last for a couple of days, mm-hmm. but I hope that that is okay as opposed to two weeks of it. Yeah. Or, well, and I'm just sitting here thinking, I'm like, okay, it's one thing to have had the worst week at work mm-hmm. and to say this evening, I am going to go home and I'm going to take two hours and I'm going to ignore everybody and just watch my favorite show for the next two hours because I had a bad week at work. Thumbs up. Right. Mm-hmm. You yeah. on the other hand, let's just take a second. We're not talking about a bad week at work, Angie. No, uh-uh. no. You know, when you talk about like just to bullet point and even bullet pointing your story feels surreal mm-hmm. of husband leaving after 37 years, mom diagnosed with Alzheimer's, losing your mother and your father within three weeks, losing a brother-in-law and a sister-in-law within a couple of years of your parents. I'm like, if... Brother and, and then brother you're, and sister and sister mm-hmm. and and then you're like and then I spent a whole weekend numbing out. Well, yes, <laughs> of course you did. I think I think I did too with her, yeah. right? I mean, but, and I'm like, it feels appropriate, mm-hmm. and I do it periodically. Level. Yes, I don't exactly. It's, it's not okay. like I'm past it. But you didn't do it for a year. No, that's what didn't. we're saying. Yes, and I think that's the point of. Mm-hmm. And even when you were talking about it, it's like you knew you were like, oh. I'm really shut down here. Mm-hmm. Yet, even in that place of being really shut down, whether it was a whole entire weekend, at some point you were like, and now I have to get out of the bed. Absolutely. Right? Didn't and, want to. And now I have to go engage with another human being That's right. and invite them into this with me. And I can't stay here forever. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think that's part of, you know, the reason I'm saying like, you deserved a weekend, like, even if that's still happening on occasion, because I think we get so caught up in if it wasn't just one episode or one book, but if it was 48 hours, then I should feel ashamed of that because yeah, that no. was too much. Mm-hmm. And no, no, I think that, that the right response is, was there a point in time where you're like, okay, it's been long enough. Mm-hmm. I have to, I have to, at least for today, I've got to get up and go mm-hmm. to work. I've got to go have a conversation with someone. It's when we get stuck in those places for weeks and weeks and weeks or months mm-hmm. or years, and we can no longer function at all. That's be when it becomes really bad. Mm-hmm. You well, know? And I want to affirm the listeners that are in this place. Of deep pain and grief and survival. Yeah. And just say, give yourself a break. Do not beat yourself up. Eat a hot fudge sundae and some donuts. You know, do something and watch whatever Mm -hmm. for three days and just be. Yeah. And it's okay because you're surviving Mm -hmm. great pain and loss and grief. And like you used to say, Susan, you emotionally, even physically feel like you need to be in the ICU, but people do not understand. You are in so much disarray internally. Mm -hmm. You need an ICU. Well, there's not really a place for that. Mm -hmm. 
but it is a great escape to give your mind and soul and body some rest. And you don't have to be reading your Bible or, you know, anything to be getting better. God sees you even if you don't feel like he does. Mm -hmm. And it's, it is okay. You will get there. Now, Carrie, you said, did you get to a place where you were like, you were got up? This is what I have to say to myself. You're going to do one thing. Yeah. Are you going to get up and brush your teeth? Yes. I, be- I believe I am. I'm going to brush my teeth. Then after that, I don't have to think about, am mm-hmm. I also going to take a shower? No. Right. That's not the question. The question is, am I going to get up and brush my teeth? Yeah. I believe I will. And then I accomplish that task and I think, I might have to rest five minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to decide if I can get in the shower, mm-hmm. just one thing at a time, but I can't even go to, well, I'm going to meet so, or go, no, at first I've got to brush my teeth. And I loved in your last mm-hmm. podcast mm-hmm. that you yeah. said, you know, your, your client came yeah. and said, I brushed my teeth every day this week. And you went, you are killing it. That's a huge And I was win. like, thank you. Right. Thank you, Jesus, because you get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, I think you bring up an excellent point here with the, with the comparison of the ICU. Okay. Mm-hmm. We can't take somebody who's in profound grief and trauma and compare their normal to somebody who's not in grief and trauma normal. That's no, right. Cannot. Because I know that outside of this season of your life, you're a great mom you were married for 37 years. You took care of your parents. You know, you are a professional businesswoman. So you, in in your life before all of this happened, you didn't think about brushing your teeth. You just did it. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And so we can't have expectations for someone who's in a season of grief that we have the same expectations for someone not in a season of grief. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so... We have to like look at, okay, where am I at right now? Mm-hmm. Like what makes sense for me where I'm at right now? I have a sticky note that is on my desk that quotes Susan Goss. Mm. And it's a prayer that you asked me to pray every single day for a week. And it's been like three years and it's still on my computer. And the prayer is, God, what does balance look like for me in this moment. Mm, that's so good. Right? In this In this moment. moment. Yeah, because it changes. It changes. It does change. You know? And so this moment might be a really good one for me. And I can go accomplish a whole bunch of stuff and like check things off my to-do list. And it and it be easy. Mm-hmm. You know, Susan, you're in a different season I right am. now. That took you by surprise of mm. you went from... I'm seeing 20 clients a week mm-hmm. to last week I saw two clients mm-hmm. and you've had to reevaluate what does balance look like for me in this moment. Mm-hmm. And I'm hearing you say, Angie, when the whole world crumbled down around you, balance in that moment looked like maybe I'm going to just keep watching TV for a little bit longer. Yes. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm not going to brush my teeth today. Yeah. And they'll still be there in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I am, I mean, in, in the ICU thing, yes. too, that helps me so much because I want to put a sign on me that says, 
By the way, you may not know this, but my, I'm emotionally in the ICU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Warning. Mm-hmm. I like I like pictures, word pictures. I think mm-hmm. we should get those T-shirts printed or buttons mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Yeah. people can wear. So, Susan, I I also would love to hear from you okay. because you have been my mentor for years, mm-hmm. and through this season of watching you love your mom through the last month of her life Mm. and now having to process her loss and take care of everything. I'm watching you kind of try to figure out how do I navigate this? Mm -hmm. What does this look like for me? And so we're talking today about dissociation can be a good thing, Mm -hmm. um, but it can also be taken too far and be a bad thing. And I'm wondering how that has played out for you in your season of grief right now. That's a great question mm. that I'm having to work out out loud, yeah, if you will, you know, and it's really a good day, bad day kind of thing for me. Professionally, what I've had to work out, and I think it, it has everything to do with what we're talking about as far as dissociation, mm-hmm. because what I've had to work out professionally, what I know to be true is I can easily go to work, when I say easily, take that the way I mean it, yeah. that I've done this now, now 16 years yeah. almost. And so I can go to work because I love what I do. You know that. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a ministry. So I love what I do. I went back just recently, mm-hmm. but but I'm going back and just seeing a few clients. But what I know professionally is that I can go and get lost in someone else's mm-hmm. story pretty easily. Mm-hmm. This is what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. But what I also have to realize in myself is that I can't do that in place of me working through my own grief. Right. Mm-hmm. And that could easily happen. Yes. That I get lost in other stories and not take care of my own. Yeah. So practically speaking, mm-hmm. how are you walking that out? I am asking God, yeah. what does margin look like for me mm-hmm. right now? God, show me what margin looks like. And I use the word margin balance. Yeah. It's the same. But what does that look like for me right now? So for me, I only saw like, now, when I say three, since it's been so long, it might be two-hour sessions. Right. So that'll be six hours in a day or whatever. But next week, I'm seeing very few because I, that's what I'm sensing mm-hmm. uh, when I pray. Because at home, I'm going through a lot of boxes of mothers. Right. I'm meeting with, you know, the bank, financial, I mean, I'm doing all the things, all the things yeah. that are the business side of death. Yeah. And I know that I cannot, that's balance mm-hmm. margin and me taking care of other people yeah. and their stuff. Now, does it feel good to go to work mm-hmm. and get lost in other story? Yes. Yes. The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. And could I do that five days a week? Yes. Yeah. But part of that could become, for me, very easily dissociation. Yes. So where easily. you are not allowing yourself to work through your grief at all because at all. all you're focusing on is work. 
all. And so that is why this is a perfect example. But I'm aware of that. Mm, This could become dissociation for me Mm -hmm. if I get lost in work. Mm -hmm. But I am asking God to show me balance and I'm trying desperately to listen well. Yeah. So that it does not become dissociation. Yeah. So can I push back just a little bit on that? Yes, Because a lot of people would say, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be going back to work yet. Mm -hmm. You're not ready to go back to work yet. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. What would you say to that from a therapeutic perspective? That it's so natural for me. Yeah. It is very therapeutic for me to go back to work and be giving and be other focused Mm -hmm. and not focused on me, 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 Mm me. And and everything is very therapeutic and very healing for me yeah. to be used by God. And it's a gift, you know, that I know God's given me. I'm using that gift when I'm in the room. I've always thought of my room as a holy place right. of service. And that that would make me cry. Uh-huh. And, and I love it. Yeah. And so it's very healing. I think what I'm hearing you say, which is so important, is even when life pulls the rug out from under us, Mm -hmm. the giftings of God do not leave. Mm. Never. And the Mm. things that we're really, really good at, we're still really, really good at. Mm. And we can still show up in parts of our lives, Mm -hmm. even when we feel like, I don't even know how I'm going to get out of bed today. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if we have this place where we know we can show up and God is there and he meets us there Mm -hmm. and we can like do good work there, Mm -hmm. then why wouldn't we push into that even when we're Mm -hmm. in the midst of chaos? Yeah. It's just like God. And I so appreciate the way you said that, Carrie. I love you. I love you. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. great. I appreciate yeah. the way you worded that mm-hmm. because it's very true. Yeah. You know, and and we know therapeutically when you're sad, when you've had a loss, when you're been through anything painful or hurting, to be other focused yes. is very much a part of the healing. It is. Because the opposite of that is isolation. Mm. And we've done a whole episode on isolation. Isolation yeah. is a, the enemy loves mm-hmm. us to isolate and to be self-focused Yeah, because our mind will take us places that are very dangerous. Yeah, And so we could do a whole... We could talk about that for, for hours. Okay. But to wrap all of this up, I think kind of for me, the takeaway from today's conversation is there's no one size fits all Mm -hmm. answer to this. And so we have to, for ourselves and probably in community with people who know us and love us well, figure out what is, what does margin look like? What is this dissociation good or bad? You know, and and just try to kind of navigate that in the best way that we possibly can when we're in the midst of a really hard time. Yes, I, I agree. And there is much more to dissociative. I mean, you will hear terms like dissociative personality disorders. Right. There's like 
three kinds. You need to look those up. I mean, yeah. we, we just barely yeah. touched association. And because you'll hear that, especially from past trauma, mm-hmm. uh, childhood trauma, sexual abuse, mm-hmm. all that. We've barely touched on it. And you also may not have heard that that can be also protective and yeah. good. Yeah. And we've touched on that and how it can be. In Angie's case, you know, we talked about it. It was protective and mm-hmm. it can be. And in my case, I'm trying to guard, mm-hmm. guard against being. And in all, in all of it, it's normal. It is normal. And it's didn't we normal. love hearing that, y'all? Yeah. Didn't we, we loved it? Didn't we learn? Right. Even in the definition, right? Even in the definition that this is a normal process that everyone has experienced. Yes. And so, if it's normal and if it's protective, then maybe we don't have to feel shame about it, mm-hmm. and maybe we can give ourselves grace. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And okay. that prayer, Carrie. Yes. I loved it. Yes. Well, that Say was Susan's. God, God, what does balance look like for me in this moment? In this moment. In this moment. Yeah. That's beautiful. And it changes. Every time. It changes all the time. Yep. Not just seasonal. It, it changes. Like minute to minute. Yes. <laughs> well, Angie, I want to thank you. Once again, for yes. sharing part of your story and being vulnerable and jumping in with us. It's been mm-hmm. a blessing to have thank you. Thank you again, Ange. Oh, you're so welcome. And thank you for inviting me to share mm-hmm. my story. Mm-hmm. It was a blessing to me. Mm-hmm. It might not be the last time you're invited. <laughs> you can come back anytime. Oh, thank you. Y'all are adorable. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, that's it for this episode. We hope you will join us next week. Okay. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.